podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite Wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Quick hot take is back and it's presented by mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHAIR to get on my bookie before the big game, Chiefs 49ers, for your 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Uh, all the prop bets, the over unders, uh, the game line, MVPs, everything. You can bet it over at mybookie.ag. All right, um, quick take, hot take. This is Kansas Day, January 29th. K-State playing Oklahoma halftime score, 28-22. And, uh, man, I, I I was getting excited to do this half-time half, uh, touch base part of this because there were times where that first half was exactly what you had dreamed K-State would be this year. Uh, tenacious defense. It took Oklahoma nine minutes to get their first field goal. Um, turned Oklahoma over. Uh, let me pull it up just real quick. Turned them over 10 times. Oklahoma had six field goals. They had 10 turnovers. So the defense was really on point. Um, and then, sure enough, you have... A drought to end the half, missing 13 of your last 14 field goals to end the half. I I just can't get over how disappointing that is. Um, you know, they were slashing to the basket. They were hitting their jump shots. And you it was looking like at points you could really start to run up that halftime score. Um, but sure enough, the drought happens, and Oklahoma had a couple possessions where they could have gotten it within one possession. Luckily, you're going in at halftime up six. So I, that's not something that I'm going to turn my nose up at. That's not something I'm going to sit here and say I'm disappointed in the end results. Uh, but you can't have those massive droughts. A- again, um, it's a season that for all intents and purposes is over. You don't you don't have a tournament bid to play for. There might still be a small shot at the NIT, but when you're just looking to build on performances this season to try to end uh, on a high note, have some moments this season where you can be excited about the direction of the team, it's hard to have those positive thoughts when you continue to have these moments, these long stretches where you can't get a bucket to save your life. And again, that's where the detractors, that's where the folks who don't like Bruce Weber, that's where the folks who are fed up with it uh, get their ammunition. 
because there you, you can't defend ending a half going missing 14 of 15 shots this is high level college basketball these are uh, scholarship athletes you're representing k-state on the big 12 level um you can't put in stretches like that again that is why we are in the position where we are in this season because in almost every game and certainly in every single loss you have a stretch like that in the first half and the second half and a lot of the times uh you're not playing good enough defense and you're playing teams that are too good to allow that to happen. Um, So uh, you you just got to hope that the offense in the second half doesn't have a stretch like that because eventually you got to think OU's going to figure it out. Granted, uh, K-State's won seven straight at home versus Long Kruger and Oklahoma. Long has only won one time uh, in Bramlage Coliseum since taking the Oklahoma job, and that was his first visit. So history, you got to like where you stand history-wise, and you got to hope that uh, for all the doom and gloom I've said, that they figure out a way to close it out. Um, But we'll see. Uh, Real quick, this is the second straight game where we've seen Cartier Jada coming off the bench to start the game, and I think that that is where we need to be for rest of the season. Um, with a starting five of McCall Maywean, Xavier Sneed, uh, Montavious Murphy, Dejuan Gordon, and David Sloan. Even um, if Mike McGurl gets to the point where he is 100% healthy, uh, I think that, that this is what the starting lineup should be. Even when Antonio Gordon comes back from suspension, this is what the starting lineup should be. Even if Cartier Jada seems to quote-unquote figure it out, this is what the starting lineup should be. Um, I hope we see that moving forward. I have a feeling we're going to, and uh, it'll it'll allow Dejuan Gordon and Montavious Murphy to get those starts. Uh, I'll talk real quick about those freshmen. Montavious Murphy did not put up a shot in that first half, and I'm okay with that. I think that there have been times where his offense has really shined. But his basketball IQ, especially on defense, has made a massive jump from where he was earlier in the season. He's leading the team with five rebounds. No one else has more than two. So he really was getting good position when the ball was going up so he could grab those rebounds. He also has two steals. He's been everywhere on the defensive end. Again, I think... When his body develops, when he gets a little stronger, um, when he gets more used to the offense, I, the scoring potential will be there. But you ha- you want to hope that with guys like Dejuan Gordon, Antonio Gordon in his recruiting class, who are very offensive centric, and some of those guys coming in, you, I'm I'm starting to get to the point where I think Montavious is. Uh, position on this team moving forward the next time they compete to go to the NCAA tournament won't necessarily be as a volume scorer, but being that good defender who can guard the three down to the post um, and get you, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 rebounds and make sure that the opposing team doesn't get any easy putbacks. Dejuan, 
Uh, he has five points. He had a massive three. He's the only one who got a field goal during that big drought to end the half. He has five points. He has a steal. He has an assist. He has a rebound. He's playing good defense. He has the only two free throws in that first half. He made both of them. Um, McCall Maywean, two early fouls again. He is who he is. I, I, I'm, I feel bad for the kid because you see how hard he's playing. You see how badly he wants to be out there. And for, for better or worse, he just can't figure it out. Uh, Xavier Sneed, three of eight from the field, uh, two rebounds, three steals, six points. Again, great on defense. He's playing great defense. The entire team is playing great defense. But uh, Xavier Sneed truly has been uh, that elite-level defender, that you know borderline Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year caliber type guy that you had hoped to see. David Sloan, again, he's starting uh, two of six from the field. That's a lot of shots. Um, I, I've been all right with him. Uh, he's been open. Most of it hasn't been forced. So I'm not overly worried about that. You'd like to see him be more efficient for – uh, points, but he's also been a lot better on defense today than he has been most of the season. He was exposed on the defensive end versus Alabama, so hopefully you see it going. Um, Cartier Jada coming off the bench. He's put up 10 shots. He's 3 of 10 from the field. He is tied for the team lead with 6 points. Um, he's going to get his uh, only one assist. Um you know, he's going to go for his. He's He's been going for the bucket when he's been in, when the shot clock is winding down. He's the one who puts up uh, the shot at the end of the shot clock. Uh, again, it, it's similar to David Sloan. There's only been a couple of those shots where I've said to myself, what are you doing? Um, most of the time it makes sense, but you'd like it to be more efficient. Um, between those two guys, um, five of 16 from the field, that's not great. Um, Mike McGraw's having a big bounce back game, uh, two or two from the field with five points. Um, and that's the type of game we've come to expect and hope from Mike McGraw. Very efficient, not a volume shooter, but when he puts it up, it's a good shot and it goes in. Um, you know, that's about all I have uh, for this first half. Again, there were moments where it went about as good as you could have hoped. Um, but then again, you have just the ugliness of that long, long drought to end the half. Um, so you got to try to avoid that big drought and try to hope that you still play that elite level defense. Um, Oklahoma has scored uh, nine points just from the free throw line. They're going 90%. Um, you can't keep putting them on the free throw line. That's what's keeping them in this game. So I'm hoping it's a celebratory uh, second half of this quick take hot take, especially on Kansas Day, uh, to celebrate this wonderful state uh, that is Kansas, the 34th state in the union. Uh, this day over 100, uh, 159 years ago, I think that's what it is. Regardless, um, a, a long time ago, um, and hopefully – we can celebrate a win at the end of this over Oklahoma. So uh, we'll be back at the end of the game, and uh, let's hope we get that win. We are in K-State has won their eighth straight.
straight game inside Bramlage Coliseum versus Oklahoma and have gotten their second win of Big 12 play for this season. Man, it was not pretty, especially down the stretch. But final score, 61-53 K-State on Kansas Day. Um, When you're having a season like this, you're going to take your wins however you can get it. You're not going to uh, hand anything back based on – you know, style points, you know, you're, you're not worrying about style points when it comes to as few wins as case it has this season, only the ninth total win in the first 20 games. Uh, but a, a win's a win. Um, they tried, they tried like hell to throw it away. 61 53 is the final. Um, the, they were up by, you know, double digits, I think 13 with like a minute and a half left. And then, just continued to let anything possible go wrong to extend the game and uh, miss free throws. Oh, you hitting threes late. Um, I, I'd be lying if I if I didn't if I said I didn't start worrying just a little bit. Um, man of the match, player of the game, Mike McGurl ended up with 14 points. He was three of four from three. Um, great. Great performance from Mike coming off the bench again. Like I said in the first half of this, I still want, even though Mike had a good game, I still want him coming off the bench. I still want Cardi coming off the bench. I think uh, the way they play, they're able to give a spark, and I am very happy with the way both those guys played um, as a whole. I think when it was all said and done, uh, no, Xavier Snead ended up with uh, 12, but... Uh, Mike McGraw led the team with 16, Cartier Jada with 10, Xavier Sneed with 12, Dejuan Gordon 7, David Sloan 7, uh, McCall Maywean 4, um, uh, Montavious Murphy 3, and Levi Stocker with 2. Um, I want to give a shout out to McCall Maywean. He got the first four points in that uh, uh, second half. And he really was part of a big run. They came out of the gates uh, to start the second half just like they started the first. Uh, Decent on offense and completely shutting Oklahoma down. For better or worse, uh, they shut Oklahoma down almost the entire game until they got into desperation mode and some three-start falling. K-State made some stupid fouls that gave them a chance to Uh, go to the free throw line with the clock stopped. This game should not have been an eight-point game. This should have been a K-State by 15, maybe even 20. Uh, But it is what it is. Got the win. I'm not going to turn my nose up at it. Um, I want to give a shout-out to McCall Maywean. You know, he was able to play quite a bit in that second half, stayed out of foul trouble, ended up grabbing a team-high 10 rebounds. Montavious Murphy got nine rebounds on his uh, self. Um, Xavier Sneed, four steals. Montavious Murphy, two steals. Dejuan Gordon, two steals. Mike McGurl, two steals. Cartier Jada and David Sloan both got a steal as well. Um, Like I said, all in all, a great defensive performance until desperation time. You held Oklahoma to 35% from the field. Uh, 19% from three, 
and that is what you like to see. Um, sadly, though, when you look at it, K-State only 37% from the field, only 26 from three, um, only got to the free throw line 15 times. It kind of evened out there in the first half. Uh, Oklahoma shot 10 free throws. They shot 17 for the game. K-State shot 15. Granted, Oklahoma was extending the game, fouling, all that type of stuff. But um, tail of the tape, it, it, it definitely should not have been this close. Um can they build on this? I don't know. Saturday, they have a road game versus West Virginia. Then they turn around on Monday and host Baylor. Um, just the nature of the beast in the Big 12, it's really tough to get a schedule where you can stack good games on good games and expect to get a win, You know, put together a little streak. Um, I don't see it happening. I have a feeling that... Uh, when we go to West Virginia, it's going to be an ugly game. And then uh, turning around and playing, you know, the number one team in the in, in the nation and Baylor on Big Monday in your own house, you hope for a good atmosphere. You hope they can rise to the occasion. But uh, this is one of the best Baylor teams we've seen in a really long time. And Scott Drew is a very good coach. So I'm not holding my breath on that. But you want to try to pick out performances that give you hope in some confidence moving forward. Uh, like today, you saw Mike McGurl. Uh, you saw David Sloan have a good game again. David Sloan, uh, three of nine from the field. You want to see him be more efficient. But having the seven points and taking care of the ball, no turnovers, five assists, that's the type of game you want to see. Uh, you see Dejuan Gordon had his moments very good on defense got seven points, Um, but in that same breath, you saw him turn the ball over a couple times. You saw him miss a dunk late, Um, 207 from the field. You want to see that improve. Um, Montavious Murphy, one three-pointer, one of three from the field. Again, you'd like to see a little bit more scoring, but his defense and his rebounding is something that you can hang your hat on, get excited about, and hope to start building on that type of performance for the future. Um, again, Cartier Jada is just an interesting case. Three turnovers, uh, only two assists. Early on in the season, back in the non-conference, Cartier Jada was on pace to set a record with his assists. Um, obviously, as competition has gotten better, uh, that has completely fallen off a cliff. Um I, I I don't know what the solve is there. I think Bruce managed him relatively well, kept him hungry throughout the game, and uh, continued to use him as an energy guy, as a guy coming off the bench. I think that's the way you have to do it. Um, and then, you know, Levi Stocker uh, got a flagrant foul in the second half. Uh, it was a little disappointing because he, he had some moments in that first half, um, but Levi is who he is. And I think, and I think this team is who they are. Um, there's no getting around it, but again, it is encouraging to see how good they can play at times to find a way to get this win. There's more wins that will be had. You still have two games versus Oklahoma state. You still have two games versus Iowa state. Um, you still have some home games down the stretch. There are wins that can still be had. You still get Texas at home. Um, 
I, I think that this team can maybe salvage a somewhat respectable Big 12 record. Try to finish, you know, maybe 8th, 7th, or 8th. Make sure you're not in the cellar. Um, and that's not – that's so far from what we wanted this season to be as K-State fans. Uh, so I'm not going to claim moral victory if they aren't in the cellar. But, uh, you know – Finishing seventh is better than finishing last. Um, no one's going to be happy with that. And maybe I'm getting caught up in getting this win, even trying to say that seventh is an option. Um, we'll see what happens. But, again, it's good to get back on that winning, uh, the, the winning side of the uh, win-loss column. Uh, again, at times, this was the defense that I have fallen in love with during the Bruce era. Uh, there were times where the offense was clicking, so you just got to hope that there are, uh, you know, a handful more games where you can hang your hat on a fun game like this. So I'm going to wrap it up again. Um, you really liked seeing that game from Mike McGurl. Um, you really liked to see the battle that the young guys did. And it was good to see some of the older guys step up and have their moments as well. Um, 61% or 61 points, 37% from the field isn't good enough. You still had some long stretches in the second half where you weren't hitting field goals. Um, you know, it's, it's not good enough for where we want to be, but, uh, you take the ones when you can get them and we'll, we'll see what, uh, what, what's left in store for this season. So I'm going to wrap up. Remember, go to mybookie.ag, use promo code chair for your 100% deposit match up to a thousand dollars. The big game, uh, the chiefs versus San Francisco on Sunday. This is the last podcast you'll hear before that. Uh, So uh, to all my fellow chiefs fans out there, hopefully, hopefully we can get a super bowl win and then you guys can listen to uh, whatever show we put out on Monday uh, you know, basking in the glory of that. Um, gamble all your hard-earned money over at mybookie.ag, and uh, you know, t- tweet tweet at me. What 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 did you take away from this game? What was your highlight of this game? What has you most concerned? And are you seeing enough from the guys who are going to be back next year to give you any sort of hope to try to get back to postseason play? Let me know where you're thinking. Um, tweet at me, Scott Wildcat, or the show account uh, at Bosco's Boys. I think next week, uh, midweek, since we're playing Baylor on a Monday, we won't be doing a quick take, hot take for that game unless K State wins. I might do an instant reaction, but start sending in some Ask Bosco questions. Use hashtag Ask Bosco. Uh, fill up the mailbag because I think next uh, week, midweek, we're going to have a Q and A episode. We'll get Grant back on the show. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice, so again, go to my bookie, uh, tweet us, and let us know uh, your thoughts on this game. Uh, got that dub, and uh, let's see what happens on Saturday. Sports Social Podcast Network.